spoken word. A taste of Melbourne's diverse poetry scene. Poets using their voices to entertain, to move, to take you on a journey. Connecting you to grassroots poetry and performance. Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio, 855am. My name is Brendan Bonsack. 3CR broadcasts from Wurundjeri land in the Kulin Nation, land that was stolen with no meaningful treaties. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. This week is Radiothon on 3CR, and with me in the studio today is Spoken Word's newest member, S. Fung. Welcome. Good morning, Brendan. Hello, Es. How are you going? Good, and yourself? Yeah, are you all coffeeed up? <laughs> um, I think I need another three cups. Um, was that a new intro? That was lovely. Yeah, that was a new intro. A little bit of the old and a little bit of the new. So we have uh, uh, two voices from the founding members and Santo snuck in there as well. Um, so yeah, new era, new intro. <laughs> Just in time for the Radiothon. That's right. And the Radiothon, people can call in on 94198377. And they can also SMS on uh, 0488-809-855. is a magic number because that's our call sign. Ooh. Yeah. So today on the show, we have poems to play submitted by our listeners. So all we ask of you is to call the numbers that we just mentioned and donate to 3CR to help keep us with keep us keep the lights on. Our first poem is by Tim Loveday. It's called The End of the Rail. Tim Lovedale is a poet, a writer and editor who often critically examines masculinity in Australia in his work. He describes himself as a neurodivergent dog parent. Um, so this piece is called End of the Rail by Tim Loveday. In the morning when the sun peels back like a paper cut, and the blue metal is thunder under our feet. I see shadow diamonds spread across the train yard, and I feel as small as a bird and as wide as a sail. Last night, I listened to your two-way radio. I pulled the blanket up to my ears and shaped myself into a satellite. It's static jargon, a dialogue with God or grease or grit. I heard the miracle of boom, boom, boom. We were the new age of Romans with a thousand outposts. We were cowboys riding iron centipedes. Before dawn, I threw off my blankets like old ghosts, sprang from my bed like new smoke, heard your voice in the walls as you swept me up in your wings, took me to your shoulders. Atlas or He-Man or Rambo on the rails, Duke on the frontier, you smelt of oil, aftershave, radio waves. You whispered to me in the language of future and the earth fell away. I had barely seen the blue streets, how the stars grew hazy in the steam, how horizon bled the false border of morning. We lived before the aftermath. I am a fault line across your chest, liquid gold sprung from your veins. I fill the cavity where your heart should be. I am young country. Boom, boom, boom. 
At the station, the rails rattle in the fly screen, and the man with the corkboard halo is checkered like a topographic map. When he grins, he shucks open a territory, calls you by our last name. I hear a town or a street or a mountain or the origin of a valley. In the office, you say wives and work as if they tighten bolts, avenge crimes. On your holsters, there are radios the size of guns. You are blue men with undreams as big as China under your eyes. Everyone is envious. Go ahead, the man says into his radio, laying the rail with his words. At the terminal box, you teach me to splice the rails, my body a limp flag made of flesh. I hang from the leather, asking for islands to swell on my biceps. Birds turn into reverse silhouettes. It's Excalibur, you exclaim. Stick your foot down like sinking a spade. Boom, boom, boom. When we walk the rails, we tell history. This parallel never met by our shadow. I swim onto your shoulders as day breaks eggshells. I am the new collar ironed by my mother and the space above your head is a frontier. From here, the world is flat. Borders, white lines in the dirt. You can feel a train coming in the shake of the earth. We are going to be giants, you say, gripping my shins. I roll up my sleeves and flex my arms, giving you horns. At the door, Meccano in full scale, you swing me into the carriage. The child who is flightless climbs onto the back of the wind, held up a hurt bird. In the cabin, men breathe planets onto perspex. They hark like minor birds, rooted bitter bush, hunched like cane toads. They claim to live at these gears. They've got tickets to Schultz. They've crossed this country ten times over, sleepless. They've seen land where water is foreign, where open cuts are our basis. I sit back and watch you walk ahead on the rails. Trees, white paper in the train's blared whiteness, shape themselves into memories, call themselves footprints. They're roped to fence posts. This is morning, not morning. My breath leaves my mouth like a greenhouse. Boom, boom, boom. Up ahead on the rail, you dance with your arms of red light, and I wonder what it means to write history with your body, your bloodlet disfiguring the open cut of morning. What you think of your dad, one of the men asks, his cadence 40 packs of imported cigarettes. In his fist is a gear that I know lights up streets, turns show houses into nuclear families. He's a hero, I say, but the word feels tiny when I've seen maps that lay across this country like a bandage. You're the beginning and the end of the world. You're the answer to everything. Way off, the plant blinks like a child killer. A Christmas in Morse code, spaghetti pipe spewing white venom, ethanol bruising the sky purple, everything screams. The horizon quivers, the drivers pull the horn. Birds rush to their nests in the clouds, fall through invisible floorboards, burn up on re-entry. Sometimes I wonder if you ever stopped in those towns where you once said the waters ran like blood. 
Did you own a skeleton key? Did you ever peel back Excalibur, feel the weight of the blade in your hands, alter the course of this track? In my ears, our heart, boom, boom, boom. My eyes mirror the bloodshot sky. The thrum of the engine rattles through my bones. All my ancestors are ghosts. All my ancestors cling to the atmosphere. As you walk the rails, fade into morning, settle into history, men talk, talk, talk. We have learned distance in this country. We have learned to never look back. That was the beautiful work of Tim Loveday. You can find out more about Tim from www.timloveday.com. What an awesome name for a poet, Tim Loveday. And wasn't that aggressively good? It was aggressively good. I hope that woke you up, listeners. It woke up somebody called Anonymous because they donated $20. Thank you to Anonymous for calling in and donating. Do you have any more for us, Es? So many, and I hope many more to come in the next half hour. Um, we'd like to thank Alana, Rebecca Lewis, Jane and Christine. That's great. Keep those, uh, keep those donations coming in. The text is 0488809855. So you can just pledge. You don't have to pay straight away. You can just text us and say, spoken word is awesome. I want to give you $50 especially for Tim's poem, I reckon that's worth $70, that one. Or you can call on 94198377, or you can go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate, and uh, your money will go into the bucket to keep community radio on the air. We're mostly volunteers here, and um, I'm in need of coffee. (laughs) Is there any gigs coming up now that gigs have uh, started again? Oh, really? What's happening in gig world Really exciting tonight um, in Brunswick. We've got the Sydney Road Riders Cup. Um, registration is over, of course, but um, it's always a good time. So that's at 7 p.m. at the Three Hands Cafe. Um, and the other gig is uh, at the Cherry Poets at the Cherry Tree Hotel. That's the old Dan, as everyone calls it, or the new Dan. Um, that's in Cremorne and at 2 p.m on the 18th of June, on Saturday. Um, We've got um, a really good guest, Nicholas Powell uh, at Cherry Poets, um, who's um, reading from his book, Trap Landscape. That's right. I think you interviewed him. Nicholas was a a guest on this show. Yeah, it was uh, a good interview. uh, A brief time ago. (laughs) Thank you for that. Uh, Let's get back and hear another poem, shall we? This one uh, was sent in by Lynn Tran, and it's called Where Was I When You Were Here? And this is a dedication to the recently passed uh, Geordie Alberston. Where was I when you were here for Geordie Alberston? How did we ever live parallel lives with only a dint of where we once crossed paths? You were here while I was there, and while I was there, you were creating your life elsewhere, almost never intersecting, we were on that slow conveyor belt across from each other, moving towards a direction, yet still moving away, your form becoming an infinitesimal speck before vanishing from sight. I saw your photo the other day. Your face had aged plumply. Your eyes had darkened. Wisdom had creased your skin. 
but some of your pallor had greyed. You still had the life force, but the light had somewhat dimmed. And I wonder if it was that you had given so much of your light to the world, there was so little for yourself, that you knew your time had come. I regret all the moments in which I could have been there, and while I was somewhere where you weren't, I now see you where you had always been. Like when you were mentoring in your home in Montmorency, wearing your comfortable oversized clothes over your petite frame, telling your writing students they weren't failing at writing, they just had to do the work. I may have been working one of my many casual jobs, dreaming of writing, yet fully aware that dreams of writing don't pay the bills and don't fulfil living the dream either. You would have told me, you still have to do the work, but you must still dream the work and dream the words that only you can bring to life. Like when you were at poetry readings in the 90s, your wiry cropped hair framing your dark eyes and gamine face. Like some poetic PJ Harvey playing to a poetic motley crew. I would have asked you, how do you make a dream like that come to life? You would have asked, how can you give up on those dreams of writing? And even, how could you ever stop dreaming or believing? Like when you were running workshops every week somewhere in Eltham, and I was running away from Melbourne, trying to figure out what I was going to do with nowhere to turn to. I would have asked, how do you find shelter in a storm of unanswered questions, in a life that gives no answers, in a nightmare that you can never seem to shake off, nor awaken from? You would have said, go back home to Melbourne, take shelter and write. Like when you were teaching, reading, daydreaming, emailing, on the phone to a friend, in your kitchen, with your children and your dogs. You are always writing and thinking of your next line, your next phrase, and you would spend your days sculpting that new piece of work you had in mind. Yet I was somewhere else and still longed to be where you were, and I longed to be where you are, even though you were no longer here. That was the voice of Lynn Tran with her poem called Where, I, Where Was I When You Were Here? Uh, uh, dedication to Geordie Alberston. And we've just had another donation with a little message, a lovely message. It says, love the poetry, keep up the good work from Pillar. Thank you very much, Pillar. Do we have any more donations, S? Uh, yes, we have uh, thanks to Janice, Abdul, Caddy, and Mary, uh, who donated in memory of Mars. Ah, yes. Thank you, Mary. Um, how can people donate? Well, you can call at 0394198377 or you can SMS to 0488809855. Call or SMS to um, pledge. Yes, and any amount is uh, any amount is appreciated from $2 upwards. If you donate less than $2, you're probably going to get stung by fees. <laughs> so $2 or more. $2 up to $50,000, I would say. <laughs> Our target is uh, $1,600, and we've got 830 to go. Uh, and you can also keep donating until the end of June. So we'll be hassling you all this month. Why, why is the limit $50,000? Wouldn't we, expect, uh, wouldn't we uh, accept a check of a million? We would accept a check of a million. I think so. If there's any rich poets out there, 
write a check right now. It can be anonymous. <laughs> are there any gigs coming up, Es? Oh, we've got um, uh, a lot of gigs uh, coming up again. It's really exciting to see everybody uh, come out and uh, see each other read um, after um, uh, all the lockdowns. So we've got Poetry Spective at Pride of Footscray Bar, 7.30 on alternate Tuesdays. Um, the next one is on the 21st of June, and that's going to be featuring Paul South and James McIntosh. We've also got Slamma Lama Ding Dong, which is a monthly slam. And the next one is for lovers of online. It's going to be an online um, slam and feature 24th uh, of June on Friday featuring Andy Stewart. Oh, I'm sorry. It isn't online. It's at the Hair Hole Independent Bookstore in Fitzroy. Ah, good to see them back. And I think uh, there is an online gig coming up. Uh, I don't remember the date off the top of my head. But 29th of June. That'd be Griffin Speak. Griffin Speak, that's yes. the one, yeah. Featuring yeah. the Bani Shuma. Mm -hmm. But with Slama Lama Ding Dong, a reminder, because you may have forgotten, mm -hmm. dear poets, to go early if you want to compete so that you can register. And if you register, it's cheaper. And you can um, put the savings into the Radiothon. Of course. Call 03 3CR Radiothon 2022. 3CR, keep community strong. 3CR Radiothon Fundraiser, June 2022. To donate, call 03 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2022, keep community strong. This is 3CR Spoken Word. I'm with Esfung. My name is Brendan Bonsack. Thank you for listening and good morning. Uh, our next poet um, has a book coming out. Her name is Dominique Heck and her, um, her book is called After Cage. Dominique grew up in the French-speaking part of Belgium. She's the author of a novel, three collections of short fiction, five books of poetry and two plays. And over the years, her work has been awarded a variety of prizes, including the Melbourne Fringe Festival Award for Outstanding Writing and Spoken Word Performance. I just wanted to say that. That's just a, a real mouthful. <laughs> um, After Cage is being launched very soon um, by uh, Liquid Amber Press. It's going to be launched on the 7th of July via video, so not in person, uh, with Dominique and Marion May Campbell discussing the work. It's a free event, but you can register at Liquid Amber Press on their website at liquidamberpress.com.au. This is Dominique Heck with an excerpt from After Cage. I want to write a poem away from death. This is absurd. All writing is birthed by death, tends towards death, tends the dead with curly cues of ink. So many crests born above shields laid on wreaths before the finishing of stone in between furrows curling like waves, dreams, fingers of smoke, singed feathers, unfanning, broken taboos on a sudden wish wing. Language swallows time. Time swallows us like an unsatiated mother intent on devouring her progeny. 
querens quem devorit. That was Dominique Heck from her new book, After Cage, which will be coming out on the 7th of July. You can look up uh, liquidamberpress.com.au for details on that. This is the Radiothon show of the spoken word uh, ilk. <laughs> Want of a better word. We have just a few minutes left of the show. Uh, who else has donated, Ez? Uh, we'd like to thank Fatula, Anna, Jacobus, Catherine, Yelchi, Joe and Terry. Ah, thank you to all of those people. And you still have minutes left to donate. And how do you do that? You send us a text on 0488 809 855 or you can call 03-9419-8377 and a friendly staff member will be sitting there waiting to take your call. And when I say staff member, I mean volunteer because we are mostly volunteer run at 3CR. Your donations keep us going. This is the last poem for the, uh, for the day and this is from Catherine Ross and it's called Self-Care Exhaustion. Catherine Ross is described as a word tinkerer, beach drifter, chronic overthinker and shapeshifter. Gee, don't we know what those people are? <laughs> um, and this work is uh, an ekphrastic poem written after another artwork, a painting by Amber Boardman called Self-Care Exhaustion. So this is Catherine Ross. Now, darlings, you must try this. It's a rare mix of grapeseed, avocado and bearberry. Goat nut, deer nut, I kid you not. Frankincense and other make-no-sense ingredients blended and packaged to relieve you of your hard-earned cash. Guaranteed to make you appear ten years more gullible. Om to the green facial goo. Warning, this glaze may scare very young children and pizza delivery personnel. Om to the Sauvignon Blanc and the Merlot and the Pinot Noir and the Chardonnay from the Barossa and Margaret River Om to the gin and tonic and the vodka lime spritzer and the margarita I could go on Om to the goddess who is actually me myself moi me, 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 I am the divine, my body is a shrine, I deserve some me time. Om to the humble vegetable and the exotic ones that cost $55 a kilo and go into the detox juice that's really good for you and tastes a bit like cow manure. Om to the downward dog and the cat and the cobra and the frog. Now if I could just dislocate my left hip for the inverted seated turtle pose, I might achieve perpetual bliss. Om to the art of meditation. Stop thinking.
focus I wonder if I left the iron on and how much battery life is left on my phone um pretend the audience is not here this is really hard to do when everyone's watching you um you're still here um I think I'll go home now and have a bubble bath and a glass of Chardonnay that was Catherine Roth with Ross with self-care exhaustion. Oh, excuse me. I just got off the floor following that poem. Well. <laughs> You're all relaxed now. Is. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. Coming up next is Housing for the Aged Action Group. We've been Spoken Word with S and Brendan. You can keep those donations coming. I uh, would do it online if I were you. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash spoken dash word and you can find a link directly to our CrowdRaiser page. Uh, or you can call 94198377. Thank you so much for listening to Spoken Word. Those are the kinds of heightened emotional moments when I feel like I want to write it down because I might never feel that way again. I like poetry because I can just play with poetry. I can just kind of do what I want. Most poets are embarrassed to write about love. They always apologise before they read one. I think that love deserves to be celebrated, even if it is probably the most traumatic thing that your heart can experience. Yeah, but how do you not make it cathartic, bring it close and personal, but still make it accessible? Which I think is really essential to poets to find their own way to work in a medium rather than try to work the medium like everyone else is working it. Writing down how you're feeling, and it doesn't matter if you never show the work, if you never talk about it again, if you write it and burn it, you've, you've written it, and I think that's really important, getting the release. Very beautifully written. I love your choice of words. How do you come up with these beautiful phrases? I didn't want any of my sisters to feel excluded, so I wanted to make it a point. It's like, listen, you know, this is open for literally everyone, and we're going to treat everybody as if we're all welcome. You know, this is a spot for everybody. People see revolutions are, are something huge, but for me, revolutions are small things like a poem. Those are the revolutions that we need for everyday life to be something better, something that we actually want to live. I write because I want us to join hands together. I write and hope that I can connect with the broader community of queer Muslims and Arabs and uh, people of color, people from poor and working class families and hope that in putting down my roadmap to survival that they will find something that helps them. It would seem wholly unsatisfying to be a human unless there were these moments where we feel something. There are so many different voices on this station. Stories explain complicated, sophisticated things to us. There are stories out there, but we need to share them and then experience them collectively.
Thank you. 